It's FM 104's Switched On. Care on in for Louise this evening. I am about to be absolutely schooled in something I didn't even know existed. I'm kind of excited about it because I do have a few wrinkles on my face and apparently this might help reduce them or at least stop more coming up in the future. I'm joined on the line by Lydia Sass, who is yoga therapist and a facial yoga teacher. Lydia, hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. No, thank you very much for hopefully improving my face with all the information <laughs> you're going to give me. So, first of all, I had never heard about this before. Obviously, I've heard about yoga and hot yoga, which is just torture to me. My uh, wife made me do it once, and I think I'm still sweating from it. I couldn't be walking in the room and I was sweating from doing <laughs> hot yoga. But what is what is facial yoga? So facial yoga comes from a type of yoga called sukshma yoga, and it means the yoga of micro-movement. Ultimately, it's about getting mastery over the small muscle movements that we have in our body. So that could be our toes, our fingers, our tongue, our eye movements. And it's all about how do those fine motor movements connect to the bigger body. So in this specific instance, what I've done is taken the muscles of the face and gone, okay, well, if we learn to exercise the muscles of our face correctly, how can that improve not just the functionality of our face, so like how we see how we talk, how we breathe, how do we release tension, headaches, teeth grinding, that kind of stuff. Mm. But also, how does it affect us in terms of beauty? Because these days, people more and more are trying to turn to natural versions of beauty procedures. Lots of people don't want to go down the route of augmentation, but they also still want to look beautiful at all different ages. And the fact of the matter is, just like in the rest of the body, we need to exercise our muscles to stay healthy that's the same in the muscles of the face. We've got up to 75 muscles in the face, and they really need to be exercised. They atrophy as we get older. And when they atrophy, they sag, and when they sag, they drag skin down with it. And then we get the appearance of wrinkles. What we can do with facial yoga is actually plump up and tone those muscles, just like we would with any other muscle in the body. And as they plump and tone, they pull the skin on them taut, and that minimizes the appearance of wrinkles. Did you say we had 75 facial muscles? I know, it's amazing, isn't it? We tend to forget when we think about exercise, even when we think about physio, we only refer to the shoulders downwards. But actually, all those muscles in the body are connected into the muscles of the neck and then into the muscles of the face and the scalp. So if we really want to exercise even the muscles of the body properly, we also need to exercise the muscles of the face and the neck too. So if you're a, like, say, a grumpy type of person, right, and you only have <laughs> one facial feature, obviously that's not great because you're not working your facial muscles at all. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also true, and then people say this in a kind of trite way, but it's it's really the truth. We wear our lives on our faces. Mm. And so usually the areas that people have wrinkles in that they don't like are like the number 11 lines in the middle of the forehead because they're the ones that happen when we're angry or we're cross or we're frustrated, right? They don't mind so much the crinkles at the sides of the eyes that happen to laughter and joy. So what we can do with face yoga is that we can actually identify your unique muscle pathways, like what are your ticks what are the ways that you move your face are you someone who squints because you never wear sunglasses are you someone who makes a funny grin when you're concentrating and then we can go okay here's how you learn to identify and focus in on those individual areas isolate them get control over them and then change your natural patterns so that you can eradicate those pathways that create wrinkles that you don't enjoy in your face uh, my grandmother, God rest her now, when I was younger, I used to say, Nana, you've got wrinkles on your face. And she would say, no, no, they're my laughter lines. So yeah. is, is that something that actually happens? If, if, if you laugh a lot or you do a specific facial feature, that will cause eventual kind of lines on your face? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about anything, 
a, a wrinkle is just a crease, and that crease is from a contraction in the muscle. So muscles draw together, and they bunch up a bit like, you know, those scrunchies from the 80s that oh, girls yeah. used to wear in their hair. So if you visualize one of those, as they draw together, they get wrinkly, right? Mm. It's the same as the muscles. So if we have, say, we laugh a lot, or say we kind of do a, my mom used to call it the Cheshire Crack Grin, where when you're focusing on something, you do that kind of big, wide smile. We're bunching those muscles together by creating tension in them. As we create tension, they draw together and they hold this wrinkle in place. If we massage into that area, if we stretch out and lengthen those muscles, we release that tension and we release the bunching. And then that minimizes the appearance of those wrinkles. Why do we get wrinkles kind of on the, um, on the, on the forehead a lot? Mm. Well, the forehead's a kind of fascinating one. There's a whole, there's three major muscles that go there. There's the frontalis muscle, which is the kind of big one. And then we've got the procerus muscle and the corrugator muscles. And the corrugator ones are the kind of ones that run up along diagonally on the eyebrows. And so it's this nexus point of when we express with our eyebrows, when we frown, and then where there's tension on the scalp. As we age, if we don't massage our scalp regularly, if we don't brush our hair and use our fingers and move into the scalp, the scalp gets very tight. And that's one of the reasons that we actually lose our hair, that our hair gets thin because there's no blood flow that's going to the scalp or there's a little bit, but not enough. And that can actually pull up on those muscles there on the forehead and create tension. As the muscle that's underneath there, that frontalis one, wastes away just because we're getting older and we're not doing targeted exercise into it, it then starts to sag down and the skin above it seems to be wrinkly, but actually it's just that the muscle underneath it has lost its volume. So if we then exercise it and plump it back up again, it pulls the skin taut down and to the sides and then we minimize those appearance of wrinkles. Interesting. So this has been um, face yoga in particular is like a massive trend at the minute amongst the uh, mm. glitz and glamour of Hollywood, Jennifer Aniston, Madonna, Natalie Portman, to name but a few are all fans of this. Is this going to take me a long time to do? Or have you got a specific regimen that you follow every day? No, and I mean, that's the beautiful thing about it. I always talk to my clients about we have to be realistic about how much time we actually have in our day. And I think we're all so busy these days that adding another whole wellness routine can feel kind of overwhelming. But actually, face yoga is so good because the muscles of the face are obviously much smaller than, for example, your bum muscles or your thigh muscles. So they need much less exercise. Two to five minutes a day is really all you need to do. It does need to be done daily. So it's a bit like brushing your teeth. It's one of those kind of regular inputs that you do. But once you get into a routine of it, it's really very simple. And you can see a massive difference within three months. Three months really is, is you can see a difference just within three months. That's, uh, yeah. that's quick. Yeah, it's really quick. And I think, you know, I think it's like anything. If you think about going to the gym, think how long it would take to actually make a difference in your bum muscles or your thigh muscles if you're working out and doing targeted exercise like squats. It's like that. We work any muscle well in a targeted way. We're going to see a big difference. And the other thing about it is with our face, if we think about our skin and we want it to be glowing and we want it to be vibrant and we want to have a nice color in our skin, a lot of that comes from circulation and lymphatic drainage in the face. And those things need to be working really well. But if we have a lot of tension in our face, so if we're not stretching out those muscles, if we're not massaging them, if we're not releasing tension and stress, what happens is they get very taut and very tight. And that's a bit like creating a dam there so the water the fluids the circulation the blood and the lymph can't really get through they kind of get stuck so if we actually work into those areas we release the tension we release with massage then our circulation and our lymphatics work much better we have less puffiness under the eyes we have less puffiness under the jaw and we have better glowing skin as well so there's a kind of side benefit so obviously there's a couple of different poses can you give us one pose that like that we could try yeah. Okay. The, the easiest one to do when you can't see me is called the X and the O. Okay. So 
what we're going to do first is we're going to make with our mouth the shape of the most exaggerated X you can. So if you do the biggest, biggest X, draw the sides of your mouth up and back. And then if we go straight into the most exaggerated O, so like a pout, but not a pretty pout, like a pushing forward pout, making the shape of the letter O. Oh, like, you can Ooh. feel it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to go as fast as we can rapidly between those two for 30 seconds. So I'll make the sound out loud. You don't have to. <laughs> um, but just try to make the shape and really commit to it. So it's like XO, 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 and you want to do that for 30 seconds. You've got, got to I've make... got it for 15 seconds and I'm <laughs> struggling. I... Wow. I know. It's surprisingly hard, actually. People always say it looks ridiculous, and it, and it does look completely ridiculous. But they don't realize until they start doing it, oh, actually, these muscles really exist in my face, and actually they, they aren't that strong. I thought that they must have been strong, but they really aren't. And when you get into working on these, if you did the X and the O in a way that was therapeutic, so if you wanted to actually make a difference, you need to do that for 30 seconds, rest for a moment, maybe breathe out through your mouth to soften off, and then you're going to do it again for another 30 seconds, rest, and then again for another 30 seconds. So it's three reps of each exercise, and then that would be really targeting those muscles. So that one's going to help to lift and plump the cheeks and minimize the smile lines at the side of the mouth. Interesting, interesting. I was also I was scrolling through your Instagram, which I'll get you to give out in a couple of minutes, but you also did the standing to sitting. Now, mm. This isn't very impressive for me. You know, you cross your ankles and you sit down without using your hands and you get back up using your hands. How mm-hmm. beneficial is that to be able to do that? So the standard sit test is a really important indicator of living independently into older age. If we can sit down without using our hands into a cross-legged position and then get up without using our hands from a cross-legged position, it means that we have good muscle tone, we have good functionality of movement, we have good strength in our joints and bone density. If we can't, if we have to touch the ground, what you do is there's a kind of a test metric where you take away a point every time you have to touch something on the way up and the way down. And they did this test. Really, it's kind of mostly indicated between the 50 and 70 age group. Um, And every point that you take away indicates a, a year less that you're going to live. The reason that they say this is that we know that to functionally use our organs really well, they have to have good tone. Then we have to have tone in the muscles outside to have tone in the organs in the body too. The stronger our bones are, the more functional our hips are, the more functional our shoulders are, the more everything in our body works well. So it's actually a really, really important indicator. And it's such a simple way to just test where you're at and then have a kind of metric because you can start holding onto something and just practicing getting the movement back into your joints and then slowly starting to take your hands away. That makes perfect sense to me. Where can me personally and everybody else learn more about facial yoga and then about uh, your own services as well? Yeah, so my Instagram is kind of the best place to find me. And for the facial yoga specifically, it's face yoga with Lydia. Um, And then the regular yoga would be just yoga with Lydia. So I have two different ones. Um, And I work one-to-one in the face yoga capacity. So you can book in with a one-to-one consult with me and we create a home program for you. Or I do facials where I do the massage on you, help to lift and sculpt the face, and also use the gua sha tool to help with the lymphatics as well. Um, And then also I do events and corporate things and birthdays and hen parties and all of that kind of stuff too. Well, I think my um, daily commute is going to look a bit strange to other people (laughs) looking into the car for the next little while. Uh, uh, Yoga therapist and facial yoga teacher, Lydia Sass, thank you very much for joining me this evening. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on.